Alright guys, so today's podcast is number 88 from the P Alpha Music Podcast. I am your host, Pablo Ruiz Vargas. Make sure if you're listening to the podcast in YouTube, you can subscribe, like, and share. If you're, listen, you're listening to the podcast in the Anchor.fm, make sure you share with your friends. We're going to really appreciate it. There's all the links um, running around, such as Rumble and others, and people are enjoying the podcast, and which should make me happy. Um, like you guys know, I like to just go straight to it. Wisconsin, 11 p.m., kind of getting cold. Love it. So today's topic is what compassionate leadership means to me. I'm going to get into it and get you like a brief description. Of what is a, uh, a compassionate leadership means, okay? And this is from my perspective. I'm going to just basically read what it is. And then we're going to get into it. The definition of compassionate leadership, and you can just find this in Google if you want to. So, the compassionate leadership, the definition, the ability to take yourself, individuals, teams, organizations, to a higher level of performance and well-being in a safe and stimulating way when tension occurs. Basically means when you're in that high-tension moment, how can we make sure that you perform well? When things are hitting right down the fan, how we can make sure that we achieve the goal that we want in a high performance environment, okay? And I hire, I hire a telemarketer. A telemarketer does uh, call for me. Now, what I do is to make sure that I help her is I do cold calling myself to make sure I'm I still figure out how to do things and make sure that they work, right? Make sure that if I find something new, I can help her out. And I'm not speaking for a position of sitting down my chair and just pointing out to people and telling them what to do. No. So that's my experience, how I do it. Now, what I'm going to do is share with you a six traits that a compassionate leader can be identified. Of course, this is inside my opinion. Some of them you can find them on Google if you do a little bit of research. But like always, I'm going to try to um, mention it. And then we're going to just dig a little bit deeper on those traits. Okay. First one, learning all the time. Easy said than done. Learning all the time. Why is it important for you to be learning constantly as a compassionate leader? Because when people are following you, right? They want to make sure that they're following someone that's always moving forward. They want to make sure, they want to feel that the person they're following, right, is always sharp, always leading them in the right direction. Even though they feel like you have all the answers, you have to act like you're learning to have a lot of answers. Not all of them, of course, you cannot have all the answers, but at least a well amount of the answers. And when you don't have the answer, you say, I don't have the answer, which make you a little bit higher in the sense of humility. Okay. Leaders are learning all the time. They're reading all the time. They are making small research. They're always pushing themselves a little bit because you want to be someone that is well, uh, well seen 
to be followed. Okay, think about it. Would you want to follow someone that doesn't know anything or lack of understanding and knowledge, or is is always lazy, doesn't want to do things? Yeah, that's why learning all the time as a compassionate leader is going to help you. Uh, find solution for those people that are requiring your help. Uh, next one, removing barriers, removing barriers. Why removing barriers is a compassionate leader, a compassionate leader trait. When I say barriers is people that want to stop you from doing things, distractions, things that aren't helping you. Okay, activities that are not contributing anything to your life. All those barriers are against on you being a leader. People that are not really um, helping you out. Family members that are not helping you out. All right. Foods. Not doing exercise. Using your time wrongly. Those are barriers that are stopping you, right, to become that great leader. And removing those barriers, right, it's going to give you this better picture of how things look, right? Especially when it comes to your cell phone, distractions, right, social media, that's a barrier. All the things uh, are, are causing you that um, obstacle, to move forward in life, right? And becoming a leader. So make sure that you're always removing barriers and improving your focus in that regard. Next one. Impactful and let's say impactful and what the hell I just wrote here? Impactful and room to help others. Impactful and room to help others. When you want to help others, right? You want to create an impact on them. Okay? You don't want to help others like because oh, I have to help them. Oh, yeah, this is too much. No, you want to help them because you want to make sure that they remember you. Remember you from that person that helped them out. And how do you do that? You do that by creating a mentality that you're helping because you want to be you want to help. Right? You're helping people because they want to get help. Very hard. Because sometimes we just want something in return. Now you have to train yourself to just help people and create an impact on people. Right? And not necessarily getting that feedback after that. Right? They don't want it. It's fine. And they want it. That's fine as well. Now, when I say room is not everybody knows how to do things. You have to make space. To create the fact that some pe people might need your help. And that help that you give them might be the help that they needed all along. Don't act like that help doesn't mean anything to them. I will show you something. Not show you, I will tell you a story. When I was in New York, I was helping a, a pianist, a Polish pianist, right? And I was helping him playing the piano. And his mom was very into the idea of him learning piano. And, and it started from the kid having 
some interest in the instrument. And I was helping him, helping him like he wanted to do everything to play the instrument. All of a sudden, he lost interest. I turned to his mom and said, I cannot do anything to convince him. But at least, hey, the seed is planted. Trust the process. The seed is planted. Therefore, we have to just wait and see what happens. A year goes by. The mom sent me a picture. Mom sent me a picture and a video of him picking up the instrument and playing piano. And she was very proud of him. See? I impacted the life of that kid. And most importantly, I helped him to get that seat and just let it flourish. Right? Don't remove that idea from your mind. You never know when you can impact someone's life. Next one. And we spoke we speak about this all the time. And we spoke it in a couple last episodes. Standards. Standards, standards, standards. Standards and boundaries. I mean, add that one too. Standards and boundaries. Now, both of them sounds kind of similar, right? Boundaries and standards. Boundaries is a line. Imagine boundaries being a line. A standard is achieving a goal. Okay. Boundaries, tracing a line. Standard, reaching a goal. A standard is when you say, okay. For me to feel that I accomplished something, right? I need to make sure that by three o'clock we manage to finish certain amount of tasks or certain amount of small goals. Because if things are not achieved, much better, if things are not achieved by this time, by this hour, by these amount of tasks, we're gonna fall short. That's why it's a standard and need to be achieved. Now, as a compassion leader, you have to be careful how you approach this, right? Because you can come up as a little totalitarian, totalitarian, a little bit. So you have to make sure that you're not approached too harsh. You wanna make sure that you approach the situation with your standard, with firm attitude, right? Convincing, right? That we're gonna achieve this together, right? If you have, you need, you need help. I'll be there to help you out. Make sure that we achieve that because that's our standard, okay? A standard. If you're a guy, you wanna just introduce a female to your world. Make sure that she's not putting you down. Make sure she's not a barrier, okay? A barrier. So just make sure that she's fall into your line and you have standards to that your standards starting from the point that hey i already clean i already do laundry a little uh, a lot of things what you bring to the table i don't bring anything that's my standard you have to achieve you have to be part of that standard to even be part of my life this goes the same with friends this goes the same even with family members this goes new people that you meet Standard is what's going to determine who you really are in the most pure sense when it comes to interactions and letting yourself be uh, exposed how much you respect yourself, okay? So having those standards, it will make the difference from who you are 
last year and who you want to become next year. Have standards and make sure that you make the difference between standard and boundaries. Remember, boundaries are line. Think about lines. You cannot cross this line. You cannot do this. This is not negotiable. Standard is we have to make sure that we achieve this, right? These are the things that need to be needed. If you want to be part of this team. These are the need, things that need to be completed. Or these are the things that need to be bring to the table. Okay. Think about boundaries, line, and just uh, standard on reaching a goal. Next one, passion. Passion, 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 passion. Why passion, Pablo? Passion is the drive, right? It's the passion is the meaning. Passion is the inspiration. Passion is the goal, the why you do things. What you go to bed, you wake up in the morning, you want to do something, right? Passion is just more than money. Passion is more than just playing an instrument. Passion is something that just feel that hole that is it's empty, but it gives you a meaning of life where going to bed every night doesn't feel empty. People struggle with this. They're trying to feel, they're trying to find passion and money. Don't get me wrong. Money is a good thing. I have nothing against it, but at the same time, money is not passion. Okay. My money is just an inflation of your ego. Based on that being inflection of your ego, what it's going to do is whatever you have inside your your heart, money, what it does is just amplify it to a greater extent. Let's say you're a musician, you have passion for music, and you start making money with music. What it does is just amplify that passion. If you have, you're an actor, you're passionate to be an actor, that amplify that. If you're passionate to be a salesman, amplify that. If you're passionate of being an Uber driver, or does that? That that's what it does. A passion, what it does, is just create a fuel, an energy to move forward to achieve what you want to achieve, right? We grade it in, in graded and positive emotion. I must say, okay. I can just find a better definition for it, but this is how I define it. From my perspective, of course, and how I, I feel passion is, right? Passion could be going to the church and just sing to God. Passion could be simply, you know, conducting. Passion can be helping people, pe helping people as a passion. Um, all those things are just part of that energy that need to be needed to just achieve a greater goal. And last one. Constant mindful training. Constant mindful training. And what is that, Pablo? Mindful training, be appreciative, grateful. What do you urges that you resisted? Things that make you feel productive. Right? What make you feel love? What make you um what thing you found um beautiful in the world? What challenged you today? And you can find all these in, in Google, right? You can find it in Google and you can just go do your research yourself. And all these things are mindful training that you can literally just do alone. Of course, little journal, little pencil. 
and start writing things one by one. Don't go crazy and start writing all, all at once. You're going to get overwhelmed. Start with something and control those things. Um, feel grateful. One of the things is better. Is, uh, the most important one from my perspective is grateful. Grateful to be alive. Grateful to have a family. Grateful to have a, uh, a roof, food. Thanking God that we're alive. Thanking God that I live in one of the best, best country in the world. I have privilege. Privilege of having a great life. Right? Non-apologetic. I must say. All those things are mindful training. And making sure that you just get that constant into your mind. Make sure that, you know, things are not as bad as it seems to be. What happened is, as a leader, now people want to be around you because you see the world differently. Differently. And when you see the world in a different lenses, for some reason, people want to get into your reality. Just to find some sort of comfort. Okay. Instead of being that follower, become that leader. You don't need to see a leader to become one. You can do it yourself. Okay. If you're seeing there's an absence or something that you want to follow, why not be that that thing that you want to follow? Okay. Maybe it was all it was there all along, but you didn't see it because it was you. Being a leader is is is, is, is very hard for a simple fact because people confuse it by being bossy, being per, someone that put people down, um, making people cry, stuff like that. That's not about a leader. Leader is about teaching people how to be leaders, teaching people how to be better, showing them, not saying it. Okay. Having an open mind to listen to people as well. Don't open your mouth before you, before hearing the information. Listen. Great listener. Okay. That what it means for me to be a compassionate leader. Someone that is well-rounded with himself, that has no ego or little to be, very humble. Right, humble but not weak. Okay, when he speaks, speak with presence, and not belittle people. Okay. All right, guys. This was episode number eighty-eight from the P Alpha Music Podcast. Make sure that you go to Anchor.fm P Alpha Music Podcast. You can just listen to the uh, rest of the podcast uh, episodes that I have in my channel. If you're listening to the YouTube or Rumble. Make sure that you share our content as well. I will really appreciate it. This is your host, Pablo Jerry Vargas. For tonight, I'm out.